This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The glossing detangler and perfect conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hey guys, it's Alana. And Jonah. And welcome back to another episode of Seeing Other People. People. Jonah, what's up? Yo, uh, not too much. Got a tie-dye shirt on because I'm excited for our guests. Uh, Quick personal tidbit. I actually wanted to just tell you something funny. So, you know how you tell them that you met your wife? Um, Listeners, I have met the one. I'm not kidding and even I'm though not, he wasn't looking for anything and didn't want a relationship looking, and loves being single right now i love being single wife. and then i went on a date with this lovely lady and i'm like fully in love with her and i canceled all my other dates and i'm just like i just like her a lot and it's crazy i was not it, it's guys it's insane there's no games there's great communication we're gonna get into that that's actually not what i was gonna talk about because <laughs> you know i, I had know. To, I, we had we have to come in hot you know we have to come in hot. I was going to talk about... Let me just pull up the exact words. So on Instagram yesterday on our story... Where's Rachel? My friend Rachel. Um, on our story, we... So sorry. Let me just find it. Okay, here it is. So on our story yesterday, we had a great tweet. The tweet um, was, if you like somebody, let them know. What is it? Here if it is. If you like someone, let them know. If you don't like someone, let them know. It can so, really be that simple. She DMs me back because I posted that on my on my story. She goes, this I would have really appreciated. And I go, whoa, with us? And she goes, you ignored my text. Not nice. And I go, lol, Rachel. 
you have ignored 99% of my texts to you. And yes, you texted me over the weekend to try to set me up with your friend, even though her and I were like romantically involved. And I didn't really respond because I was busy. But I was like, please do me a favor and go look at our entire texting thread when I, in the late summer, early fall, was making it very clear to you that like I was trying to hang out. And she goes, oh my God, you're right. I completely did that. I'm so sorry. You know, I should have told you, wow, that was not nice. Like a massive apology. Like really, but like, I I love Rachel. Rachel's really cool. We're totally amicable. I was like laughing when she sent me that. I was like, this is funny because this is someone who literally didn't respond to a message I sent her. And I didn't think she was doing it maliciously. That's hilarious. The lesson is, I'm so convinced that we all have absolutely no idea, an actual perception of who we actually are in our communication goes well, down it's to so funny because we were hold on we were recording an episode was this yesterday with uh mostly balanced we were recording an episode with the mostly balanced podcast girls and they are wonderful definitely go check them out and we were talking about how there are people that have hurt us but we never stop and think about who we've hurt which is crazy because we always think about like the person who broke our heart or the person who ghosted us or who made us feel so anxious and we I feel like we always just think about that but we've never actually taken the time to reflect and think like well we've definitely done that to people too oh I think about it all the time I constantly think about how I make people feel that's 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 like the difference I think that might be a that might be like a, a gender thing I mean I don't know maybe it's just a well I know I always do in the moment but now like I don't know I, I feel like we're always placing blame on other people yeah, hundred percent responsibility for what we've done. Like I've gotten called out on ghosting people when I'm posting content about not ghosting. And I'm like, I 100% did not mean to ghost you. And I'm so sorry if I did that. Like I, that's the point a hundred percent. And that's why when she messaged me, I was like, this is the thing. We all think we're not the one to do the ghosting. Yeah. And it's like, thank God we have a paper trail because it's like, this is what are the facts right. and the facts always, you know, the, the, the texts don't lie. Yeah. So That was my fun bit for you. What's going on in your personal life? Not too much. I am not in New York right now. I'm actually visiting family in Florida, which is lovely, though. Everyone's like, oh, my God, like, what's Florida like? I'm so jealous. I'm like, Florida is the Florida Alana is the exact same as New York Alana. Like, I woke up this morning and I colored for two hours and then Mm. I did work. And then like last night I went to bed watching One Tree Hill. I'm not doing anything different at all. It's just (laughs) nice out. Um, in my dating life, I actually have my first virtual date planned, which is crazy. First I've, virtual date? You haven't had I a haven't done a yet? video chat date in okay. all of quarantine. Who's um, it with? It's with this guy and he, he actually listens. So shout out. You, you know who you are. Wow. Um, he and I have been DMing for like the last many months. Um, he's a friend of a friend who lives in London. But we didn't connect Whoa. with a friend of a friend. We connected because of it was dating sucks at the time. And so we've just been talking for a while. And um, he asked me out on a FaceTime date. And I was like, let's do it. Will he ever be in the, on the East Coast? I, he was like supposed to come visit a few times. But obviously kept getting pushed back because of quarantine. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. In other news, we have a very exciting episode coming up. As you all know, we are now officially sponsored uh, seeing other people is officially presented by mindset wellness cbd and if you go to mindsetwellnesscbd.com and use the code seeing other people you'll get 10 percent off and free shipping and 
Their products are amazing. The whole point is really to choose your mindset. We are bringing on John and Renee, the founders and husband and wife um, who created Mindset Wellness CBD because, I mean, from, from talking to them, we were just so inspired by everything they had to say. And we were fascinated that they have a business together as people who are married We'll get. We'll let you guys enjoy this. Check it out. We're in the episode. We're with John and Renee, founders of Mindset Wellness CBD, uh, and also the first official sponsor of Seeing Other People. So there's a lot of connection. Honor, by the way, thank you so much for including us. Yes, thank you, thank you. Very excited but, about this. Thank you, guys. I've actually had a couple of friends who you know have used our code Seeing Other People uh, at CBD Mindset Wellness or MindsetWellnessCBD.com, and. They are very excited to get their gummies. So, you know. I'm actually, I'm going to the beach with a friend right after this. And she was like, you better bring me some of each kind. I want to try them all. And I'm like, fine. (laughs) (laughs) I love to hear that. That's fantastic. Yes. I love to hear that you're going to the beach. Yes. Um, Alana, you do look tan. If you you people are watching our YouTube video, you can see Alana does look a little tan. I got a really bad sunburn my first day here. And I put sunscreen on SPF 50. I put it on twice. And I got a really bad sunburn and I couldn't tell my mom because she'd be upset with me. I also mm. got stung by a jellyfish on my foot. It was oh a rough God. experience, uh, yeah. but we're, we're back. We're good now. I'm going back outside today. I've, I've given myself like a five-day break from the sun. Wait, do, do you get our vitamin C cream? Because our vitamin C cream is amazing for sunburn. Not even kidding. Like it's amazing. For oh my God. That's true. That's why I love it. Okay. I know what I'm doing right after this. Alana, there you go. Get, go get some more sun. Get, yeah. yeah. Don't be right. afraid now. Exactly. Um, gather yourself in the vitamin C and then just go out there. No, after. Use the vitamin C after. Right. After. <laughs> so John, Renee, uh, we're very excited to have you on. We're going to get into what it's like to have a company together and be together and how you started this company. I think the first question we like to ask our, our guests though is, just tell us the story of how you met. Okay. You want to go? Or? Well, I'll start. Okay. <laughs> so, because we, we kind of tell it differently, I feel like. Um, What's your so, Yeah. So we met in the city. <laughs> um, we had friends in common. Um, I lived on 22nd and Lex. And there were girls who lived upstairs from me. And I walked into their apartment one day and there was John just hanging out. And there was a box of Walls cookies. <laughs> That's a bakery in our town, in my town. So I was like, ooh, Walls, <laughs> can I have a cookie? And John said, no, absolutely not. They're Kim's. <laughs> and that was it. He got my okay. attention. <laughs> okay. So that's Renee's version of the story. Let me tell you what really happened. Oh, my God. Happened. Okay. This oh is my what God. Happened. Let me take you okay. back. It's 1990. <laughs> I am six months out of high school, Lawrence High School baby, Mean Streets. And I decide I'm going to become a white rapper. I'm going to go into the music business. I'm going to change my name to John Saint from John Shapiro. And I'm going to do three things. One is I'm going to become rich. Mm-hmm. Two is I'm going to wait, become wait, famous. Wait, wait, why, why not John Shapiro? I don't know. It just, you know, the vibe, it was just, I, to be honest with you, I really wasn't happy with who I was. And I was recreating myself. If you want to know the, the, the actual deep part of it, but that's only through many years of figuring that out. But at the time, as I said, I was looking to get rich, famous, and lose my virginity. So those are the three things that I was looking for out of my career. And uh, so off I go to the city. I sign my first management deal. We're shopping a record deal. And we have I have these two friends living on 22nd and Lex. And 
upstairs from them is this girl, Renee, and she's got two roommates. One's named Tabitha and one's named Kelly. Ask me Tabitha's last name. I don't know her last name, but ask me Kelly's last name. Kelly Ripa. That's a true story. So Kelly Ripa is living Shut with up. Renee. Yeah. Li- yeah. So she hasn't made it big but yet. But she's, ju- she's just a girl from New Jersey who happened to be friends with my roommate. And she came to stay with us for a few months because she was doing stuff at the toy show. Whatever. That's not the point of the story. Right. <laughs> anyway, so it was interesting. So anyway, I'm with Pam and Renee. I'm, I'm with Pam and Kim. And we're in the I'm in the apartment. And I'm crashing there. They have a studio and all these kids are just in the studio. So we have a mattress on the floor and I'm crashing there because, you know, I'm going to become the next white rapper. It's tiny. And at four in the morning, there's a knock on the door and it's Renee. And she's like trashed. And she's like, there was a big fight in my apartment and there's glass everywhere. I I need to crash. I need need some place to sleep. (laughs) Next thing I know, the most fucking beautiful girl I'd ever seen. Now, let me set the mood again. I'm 19. I'm about 5'9", 140 pounds with a little tail and like a vanilla ice haircut. And Renee is 21, oh two God. years older than me, three grades older, which is very Wait, provocative. Um, and Renee is actually the most, I mean, she was just so stunning. So she was working retail and she signed to Petite Elite. She was doing a little modeling. And I was just, I couldn't believe that the most beautiful girl on the planet was sleeping next to me suddenly at four in the morning. And so I was wide awake and I was like, I don't want to let her know that I know. I don't want to let her know that I'm sensing something. So I'm keep inching and she's inching closer to me and I'm inching more and she's inching closer. And slowly but surely I'm like off this mattress. And the next thing I know, two weeks later, I don't know exactly what happened. She was very persistent. I was very shy, but we ended up living together. Uh, I grabbed her and I took her back to Lawrence. We were living, I was living at my dad's apartment and I took her back to Lawrence with me. And we started our life together and that's sort of what had happened. And I think pretty much early on, I I said, I'm going to marry you. I'm going to live with you for the rest of my life. We're going to have kids and a happy life. And you were like, yeah, that makes sense. And then we just did it. (laughs) Yeah. True story. (laughs) Okay. Hold hold on. That was incredible. My face hurts from smiling so much. (laughs) Yeah. That's a a really amazing. So, so correct me if I'm wrong here, but there were no games of like who should text who and who's going to call there who. There was no texting. And- there was no, very simple, you know what I mean? It's a very though. simple game. I was painfully, incredibly shy. Renee was incredibly confident and she kept making the move. I kept running away. And finally I said, what am I ridiculous? I deserve happiness. Why am I doing this to myself? Why am I torturing myself? Give myself happiness. Enjoy it. Yeah. And that was it. Once I gave in and that was it but she was persistent most most girls would not have consistently kept you know kept up yeah so to... renee what made you be so persistent especially when john was like pulling back and being shy like why john um, i didn't understand like a couple of weeks of like there was no texting. We didn't even, we didn't have cell phones. There was nothing that you could communicate. So basically if I wasn't in my apartment, I wouldn't know if someone called me. Like you just, I mean, there were answering machines, but who listened to them? Um, and I guess I just kept being around and I noticed he kept being around. So we both kept being around. So, you know, when you get that vibe, I got a vibe. I knew there was a vibe and Mm. I don't know my heart. I was listening to my heart and not my head. Like sometimes, you know, you, your head can convince you into stories and create story. I didn't know it at the time, but like I really was listening to my heart and right. I got a strong vibe and Kim, um, my friend and our mutual friend, 
I asked her and she was like, no, John's a nice kid. No, I don't know. Maybe like she wasn't sure. No one was giving me any answers. Yeah, it, was, it was really nice of her. Thank yeah, you. For the no, none of our friends were helping out in this. <laughs> and one day we went back um, to the island. I went to Kim's house and John was like, oh, I'll drive you guys back to the city the next morning. And then he calls that night and he's like, oh, I'm not going back to the city. I'm not driving either of you back. And I was like, OK, that's it. I'm like, Kim, forget it. I'm done with this. I'm not even going to think about it anymore. And then what happens? That morning, I'm going to drive you back to the city. <laughs> so he kept playing this game wow. where he would like give a little, take away a little, give a little. And But as soon as I was like ready to give up and say no, then he was like, now, it seemed like a lot of strategy. It was just overwhelming anxiety. I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to deal no, it with it. it wasn't intentional. You weren't trying oh, to God, no. And All I wanted to do was tell her I loved her. I, I, that's all I wanted to do. And I was just, I wow. just couldn't, you know, I was wow. just so stuck in my own, my own pattern of what I was used to and, and constantly pushing people away that I, I didn't know how else to react. But So I made the move that how, night. How, how old were you guys? How old were you guys when 19. that was, you know, when it was like just solidifying? So, uh, it was, I was 19. Uh, Renee was 21. Yeah. And then we got, got married. And that was when you guys were just like, we know. Renee yeah. was 23. It was that. I'm sorry, John. No, no, you're right. That was, that was my question. I was like, when did you, oh, yeah. Say, so then, you know, uh, not? You know so basically we thought, I, at least I thought, I was like, listen, we're going to get married anyway what a great idea. Like we can maybe make some money and like an apartment <laughs> and like, you know, cause people pay, you know, usually give you money for your, for your wedding and stuff. What a, what a great concept. Uh, so yeah, we were living on your grandma's floor on like a pullout mattress for a while. Um, and so I was like, we really got to get a place of our own. And I figured a wedding made perfect sense. And of course no one gave us any money. So that of course didn't work out very well. Uh, um, but yeah, so I was actually, it was a month into my legal drinking age at my wedding. It's true. I had just turned 21. Wow. What better way? Yeah. Thank you so much. To, Thank you so much. Start using that. Yeah. And I, I wrapped it. Um, so that was truly. So, oh. so take us through that transition from getting married and, and starting your life together to actually deciding to go into business together. So basically, uh, the music industry collapses basically at one point. Napster comes around. People don't know how to monetize downloads yet. And so I'm shopping what is probably the best work I'd ever done. It was my 10 years in the business. I was working with some really incredible people. My album was unbelievable. And then everybody was like, John, forget it for at least a year. You're going to have to go on the road and just tour and figure something out. And I was like, I can't do this. Renee was pregnant. And I was like, I got to figure something out because I can't do this. And uh, Renee had started a small concession uh, called Beautiful Baby. And she was selling baby clothes with a partner. And I had this vision for the business. And I bought her partner out. Her partner was very happy to get out of the business. And we turned it from Beautiful Baby into Beautiful Kids. Into Beautiful Girl. And then Beautiful Kids evolved into Beautiful Girl. And before you know it, we were in business together. And we were mm -hmm. the sort of the it boutique in on the South Shore. And we ended up really finding our groove that together we were just incredibly powerful together and that we were creating all of this amazing, just this, this business that was natural and organic and, and just felt so right. And it was our, fun. It was really fun. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. We had a ton of fun. We, we broke the labels wow. at Hardy on Long Island and uh, Solo and Da Nang and all those, those amazing labels that uh, I think a lot of uh, people grew up with and, and, 
it was an incredible, exciting time. And, and we made a lot of money and we spent a lot of money very stupidly. And, you know, uh, we learned a lot of things. Um, we were growing together. Like we really were growing together and working together made but, us happy. It seemed natural. Right. But that's, you know, listen, that's, that's the rosy part of it. The, the, the other part of it was that I was dealing with anxiety and mental illness uh, from the moment we met. And so Renee and her ability to either take the time to care or to not leave when things got tough so many times, this is before we even had kids, uh, you know, it was just incredible. I, I still don't understand so many of the reasons why she, she decided to stay with me. It's not that I was terrible. I just was so unhappy. I loved you. I, love I was you. <laughs> so, I was so filled with so much fear all the time and I was making her life so difficult. Um, and yet she, she was there. And, uh, so thank you for that. You're um, <laughs> and so beautiful girl was rocking and rolling and we were doing really well. And then 2008 came and the big recession came and this huge gigantic wave started to approach us. And we had a couple of choices and it was like, okay, are we going to get eaten whole by this wave or are we going to grab a surfboard and we're going to figure out how to ride the wave? You guys know that I struggle with confidence. I'm always my biggest critic. And when I notice something about myself that I don't like, I can't stop fixating on it. I'm working on all of this, but it can be hard. A year ago, I noticed that my hair was thinning and I was finding more and more strands of hair on the floor every time I would walk around my apartment. When I would look down in the shower, I would freak out at what I saw in the drain. That's when I opened up to my best friend who happens to be a doctor. And she said two things that changed my life. The first was that she knows so many women our age going through the same thing. The second is that she told me to try Nutrafol. And so I did. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. A year later and a month before my wedding, and I cannot believe the number of people who have been complimenting how long, strong, and healthy my hair looks. I never imagined that this would happen. And naturally, as a result, my confidence has transformed. I'm no longer self-conscious when it comes to my hair. And honestly, that is a huge, huge, huge personal win for me. And you guys know I'm hilariously bad at sticking with habits and taking something every day or doing something every day. But with Nutrafol, building a hair growth routine is simple. Purchase online with no prescription required. Free shipping and automated deliveries ensure that you'll never miss a day. You'll see results in three to six months. And trust me, it is worth the wait. You can start so easily by taking their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering the Seeing Other People family $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code SEEINGOTHERPEOPLE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code SEEINGOTHERPEOPLE. That's Nutrafol.com promo code SEEINGOTHERPEOPLE. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. When I first started seeing other people, some of my closest friends and family could not believe it. Not because they didn't think I was capable of being a podcast host, but because I usually can't get through a sentence without sniffling. And during allergy season, forget about it. My seasonal allergies are debilitating and my sinus congestion and pressure has always left me feeling so sick. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin-D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, 
and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Claritin D has truly transformed my life. Not only can I breathe better and sleep better since taking Claritin D, but I also can get through the day so much smoother. I used to have to cancel plans because of how bad my allergies were. I'd go through a tissue box a week, sometimes more, and my eyes were always watery. But Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes, and it tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. It's truly the greatest thing I've ever come across, and I am so grateful that I found it and started using it. Are you ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Raise your hand if you have dating anxiety. All right, all right. I know that everyone has their hands up. And I get it. I had debilitating anxiety when I was single. And even when I first started dating Jake, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I know that is not a good way to feel and that is not a fun way to date. And I get it. It can be hard to find an anxiety relief tactic that works for you. That's why I'm so excited to introduce you to a new one that has helped me dramatically with my wedding and work stress and anxiety over the last few months. And trust me, there's been a lot of it. Sunset Lake CBD is an amazing company that not only has helped me feel so much better, but they also have a really cool history and mission. Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. As farmers, they believe in providing only top-shelf CBD and hemp products at fair prices. So they cut out the middlemen and they ship their CBD straight from their farm to your door, which means that their CBD is affordable and trusted because CBD and anxiety relief can help everyone and they want it to be accessible to anyone. Trust me when I say that when I'm stressed or anxious, my sleep is the first thing to go. But despite everything I have going on right now, I've been taking a sleep gummy before bed and my sleep scores on my aura ring have been through the roof. Plus, I'm finding myself relaxing more at night and being able to turn off my work brain and my anxiety with the help of their CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews. Whether you want to sleep better, relax better, focus better, recover better, or anything in between, Sunset Lake CBD has something for everyone. So check them out today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use code SOP for 20% off your order. That's code SOP for 20% off farmer owned, Vermont grown Sunset Lake CBD. Um, and thank God, mm. you know, I pulled from the quantum field and I started to build it and mixology just started to form in my head. And I saw a vision of a fast fashion boutique where you'd get incredible customer service. And then within that boutique, we would have our own brands and those brands would represent different categories. And I saw it all. And then it was a matter of just actually going and building it. And Renee and I, obviously, Renee was the best retailer I'd ever met in my entire life, the, the most incredible salesperson I had ever met. And uh, it was just magic. The combination of what I had brought from the music business, what I had brought from Beautiful Girl, and what we brought now to Mixology, and it was just magic. And we gambled on a concept and it worked. I mean, we didn't take salaries for the first year. I mean, we were that, you know, we were that invested in the belief of what this business was going to do. But then it became so much as, you know, we were just working and working and well, there was no balance. The- there was no balance between our home life and our work life because we lived together. We worked together. Everything was constant. It was a constant, you know, everything was the business, you know, the way that the business was successful was because we were all in, but at the same time, it was very, very stressful on us personally because there's no respite. There, there's no break. Mm-hmm. Um, and Renee's- yeah, we, we 
felt we started to get lost. Like we lost ourselves. We really, the magic, it didn't feel magical anymore. It wasn't fun anymore. We were bringing everything home with us. I couldn't run it uh, from a location. We had to have a central office. And so once I moved into an office, Renee and I separated and she was on, you know, still on in, in a retail and obviously buying capacity. And I was in a, a corporate capacity, a position that A, I didn't love because I'm not a corporate person. I'm a creator by nature. And second of all, uh, there's just that magic of us being together. You know, we, we like to call ourselves happily codependent. Um, you know, that, that's how we like to, we like to, <laughs> we like to phrase it. But, you know, ultimately, I think that in 2018, um, we were at the height of our retail success. I had opened personally four locations that year. Um, and I was just filled with anxiety and I was overweight and I was angry and I was frustrated and wow. it was just, we were not having a good time. And that's when someone introduced me to CBD and that's when things began to radically change and we began to make some significant changes and there we we chose our mindset and that's what happened. So basically in, in 2018, an employee gave me CBD. Uh, I had no uh, desire for uh, to try CBD. Like a lot of people, I had seen CBD at gas stations and convenience stores and uh, didn't think it was anything. I was not interested in cannabis. Uh -oh. uh, I was the straightest person on the planet in the sense of I was a control freak because of my anxiety. And so I didn't drink. I didn't do anything. Oh. And I was. Wait, wait. Oh, no. The connection dropped for a second. But here is an interesting moment between Jonah and Alana. So, have you seen your wife again yet? She's in LA for three weeks. Oh, fuck. Right. Right. I'm so sorry. No, it's good. I think distance is going to be good for us. Yeah. Already. <laughs> I mean, it, it creates that sense of like, can't wait till you come back kind of thing. Um... So, 2018... Uh, an employee is selling, uh, an employee has like uh, their husband selling CBD. And of course, like I always would for every employee, I would buy whatever they're selling. And uh, I had no desire to try CBD. Uh, I was the straightest uh, person in our, our group of friends and everyone loved me for that because I was the designated driver all the time. <laughs> um, and, uh, but I was suffering terribly with the anxiety and I had gone to shrinks. I had actually been hospitalized and I had been on a lot of pharmaceuticals and I just couldn't find relief. And then something insane happened. The CBD wasn't like a lightning bolt. It was like a slow, gradual rebalancing. And it was like, imagine you're wearing a hundred sweaters and then every day you take a sweater off and that's how it was. And it was this incredible thing. And as my mind and my body became more balanced because of the CBD, I started to become very more aligned with what it is that I thought about doing. And then my days became very engrossed in trying to understand how was I feeling the way I was feeling? How was I getting this relief? And I went into these deep dives into understanding what CBD was, how it was affecting me. And I was just shocked. I mean, the marketing was so terrible. This thing is brilliant. Like it's a biohack that is so simple and so incredible. And people are just dropping the ball on how to explain this to people. Uh, it's natural. It's just made in a hemp plant. It's nothing. It's a molecule. And it has such wonderful wellness benefits all naturally. And it was having such this incredible effect. I said, I don't want to dress people. I don't want to dress people anymore. I want to help people. I want to heal people. Right. I, 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 how can I be interested in, 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 you know, in, in, in skirts and, and sweaters? Yeah. I, I didn't care anymore. All I cared about was getting this message out. 
Um, and what I found was, and I did, as I did more deeper dives into CBD, I figured out, you know, that it's really not CBD that's, that's affecting you. It's, you have an endocannabinoid system. It's basically a system in your body that's job is to regulate your other systems, right? That makes perfect sense. So if you have systems, digestive system, circulatory system, you need a system that's going to keep that in balance or homeostasis. And so you have in you endocannabinoids. The number one is anatomide. And what that does is it's called the bliss molecule. And that's true. And I'm like, wait, this thing's called the bliss molecule. And this isn't being taught about. And like, no one's talking about this. Like, how are they not discussing the bliss molecule? It's incredible. So when you get a runner's high, it's actually this bliss molecule, not endorphins. And all CBD does is it optimizes that system. It doesn't actually react with any of the receptors. It just optimizes. It's like putting premium gas in your tank. And suddenly when your system's optimized, well, what happens? You find yourself in homeostasis. So what's not in homeostasis? Well, anxiety. Being anxious is not balanced. So of course, your endocannabinoid system is trying to balance that. Being in pain is not balanced. Being uh, Having inflammation is not balanced. So it's by a secondary nature that CBD is just optimizing what we already have inside us. And it's the easiest biohack on the planet. And of course, um, when I tried different CBDs, uh, different CBD companies, I had varying results. And it was only until we decided to build our own company that I knew I was going to get a product that was going to consistently deliver not only the results I wanted, the entourage effect I wanted, but it was going the to taste, be the taste. the taste, the cleanliness in terms of what's in there. But it was something I was going to give my wife, I was going to give my kids, and I was going to give my friends. And hmm. If you start with that basic concept, you want to help people, you want to make a product that's going to actually change and, and, and relieve what people are going through, especially now. I mean, how could you not but, do that? But we didn't know that at the time. It was 2018. And John's like, okay, we can't do this life anymore. We have to do this life. And I was like, okay, let's do it. How did you know, like after going through such a rough patch where the like business was just taking over and there was no separation and like you had to take everything home with you. What made you confident that you guys could start another company together and, and have that fit into your lives in a healthier way? So we were to the point where we just really were unhappy. Like we were unhappy and it was like, not that there wasn't another choice because there, there's always a choice, but for our own well-being, we just wanted to take a chance. And whenever we do put our minds to something and our hearts are in it and we really believe in it, we know we could make magic. We knew we could do it again. Like, that's just I it. mean, that's that's that was Renee's confidence. And by the way, her confidence is what guided us through this incredible time. You know, obviously, I didn't know. I had no idea. I, I didn't know anything. All I knew is, is that I, I felt so aligned and so empowered by this product and so empowered by what I was figuring out about this product and what I wanted to do that I didn't see another choice. Now, we had worked very hard to get to the top of New York retail uh, and to walk away from that overnight, you know, to walk away from that just without any guarantees is, you know, it definitely takes a specific mindset. Uh, the fact that we are on this podcast with you now and the last five months have been a dream uh, is that proof that we were right? I don't know. Uh, it, but it says that if you put your heart into something and you do it wholeheartedly and you do it honestly, and you do it authentically, you never know what could happen. Good things can happen. Right. And if, Good things can yeah, happen. Yeah, it's true. Good things can happen. I, I agree. 
I agree with that completely. And a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs in their own right. Everyone's kind of got their own thing that they're doing and working on. And a lot of it is tied to dating. And I guess one of the questions echoing off of Alana said, so what is our thesis on work-life balance? Like, you know, what is the, is the solution just that you have to embrace both of them and just kind of go with it? Or did you guys say, you know what, at 9 p.m., we don't talk about um, clothes or CBD anymore. We talk about our feelings or like or, you know, what what was the solution to that? So the great thing about the pandemic, one of the one of the, the, the good things is it's actually helped us to form better habits and to realize that we need to make time for or, it, you know, for relaxation and time to just like, you know, do what makes us happy for us and not for the business. Um, it, it's always been a struggle being married and being in business together. Um, but really being home and working, uh, creating from home and, and having this business from our home has made it be like, okay, so now in the middle of the day, if I want to go take a walk, it's totally okay. Like it's okay to go take a walk in the middle of the day. It's okay to, you know, go out and, you know, go shopping, whatever. As long as I'm doing things that I'm supposed to be doing, we, and I have to remind John because he tends to like keep going and going and going. You know, we, we use a phrase very often. It's called, you know, tell yourself a good story because you're going to tell yourself a story regardless of what it is. And so the story I was telling myself constantly was that if I don't grind out, my business is going to be successful. And Renee kept telling me, no, rest is productive. Okay, rest, relax, sharpen the axe. Don't just keep grinding and grinding and grinding it out because I thought that that was the only way that I was going to be successful, right? That's what you see on, on television. And, you know, everybody's, you know, working and they're in this, this environment. And then suddenly we were forced, uh, and I was a year, by the way, a year before the pandemic happened, I was, I was home because I had exited mixology in 2019 uh, and was putting together pitch decks and ideas and didn't really have everything that I wanted put together yet. And so I had this really weird experience of being home while everyone else was experiencing their world. And then the pandemic happened and suddenly everybody was home too. And so <laughs> we had a head start. <laughs> so we had a head start. We also had, yeah. we also had this, we also had this innate ability again to have weathered a couple of storms. So we sort of knew that we had the tools necessary to weather this one. Um, but I think that yeah, in terms I of, but more, most importantly, Renee needs all the credit in the world because I complained and I whined and I fretted and I, you know, as much as CBD as I was taking, I still, the change of leaving a business that I built 150 employees, all the interaction that that involves, and then going to nothing to start, 100% from scratch, there's a very strange kind of transformation that has to take place in you and your mindset. And Renee was so excited and so passionate and, and with the meditation and the affirmation and all these things that were so, she was lighting me up and I was just dragging my ass and I was just like, oh, 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 I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Because I wanted, I wanted certainty. I wanted that certainty. And you were like, just trust in the universe. And <laughs> as soon as I trusted, it all just opened up and mindset happened. And suddenly we were in the middle of a pandemic and we ripped up the pitch decks 
And we said, forget it. We don't need investors. We don't need anything. We're going to figure this out. We're going to do this us. And we're just going to do this. And then everything started to come together naturally. And all these people started to come into our lives, just these wonderful people, you guys included. And it's just all been just exactly as the universe has prepared us for. It's true. And that was, and and by the way, that was all because of Renee. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree with that mentality more that when you ditch the idea that you need to rely on like, a bunch of things for your happiness to be found. It's I really I relate to this a lot because I actually had a complete mental breakdown on Friday <laughs> because my film has been in this limbo with this film festival. And when we set out to make the movie, I was in LA for ten years trying to make a movie, pitching it to different people, trying to raise the money, the whole thing. But I didn't really know what to, I was doing. And then one day I was like, "What am I fucking doing for ten years? Let me just go make it. Let me pick a start date and let me just say I'm making it. Start making it. Talk about making it." And then, like you said, it's just once you start to develop the creative, like meet with cinematographers, you know, as you would do, probably like figure out the chemicals need. Like once you just start to make it real, it becomes real. Brave the uncomfortable. Those are the words engraved on my bracelet that have gotten me through some of the most anxiety inducing moments over the last few years. And that's why I could not be more excited to encourage you all to get a Presently bracelet of your own with a phrase that resonates with you. Presently is a line of mindfulness bracelets engraved with words inspired by cognitive behavioral therapy. The brand was started by two sisters, Lindsay and Emily, who have obsessive compulsive disorder, aka OCD, and anxiety. They realized that when stuck in an anxiety spiral, it's hard to put into practice the tools that they learned in therapy sessions. They looked and looked for bracelets that could serve as reminders to interrupt that spiral, but they couldn't find anything besides the cheesy good vibes only and no bad days types of messaging. They started presently to bring more authenticity to self-help anxiety management. And as someone who has had a presently bracelet for three years, I mean it when I say it really makes a difference. So whether you need encouragement to make it onto that date that you've been anxious about, a calming mantra to get you through a big day at work, or simply a reminder that you're not alone presently has your back. Their bracelets are so beautiful and elevated, and they also make amazing gifts. And I know because I have gifted a few over the years, and my friends were so excited to get one and have worn them ever since. There are six phrases to choose from, and if you're indecisive, there's a quiz that you can take to help you choose the perfect reminder for your anxiety. Plus, 5% of each bracelet is donated to your choice of four mental health nonprofits. I wholeheartedly love and support Presently, and I know that your Presently bracelet will bring you as much comfort as mine has brought me. So head to presentlybracelets.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-T-L-Y bracelets.com for 10% off your order using code seeing other people. And you meet people and they tell they talk about you introduce them to people, they introduce you to people, and then now I that's how I got the movie made. And so my me- mental breakdown on Friday, this is before the CBD gummies had arrived, <laughs> so I didn't have those to rely on yet. But my mental breakdown was that I was not in control of my creative life, and then I was like, go back to what you love doing, set a date. You're going to go make it manifest it. Yeah. And I've been doing great since last Friday. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, We're glad to hear it. Um, and it's also the same thing that we did with this podcast, second yeah. season, and even the first season was what can we control? Um, so I, I completely love hearing that. And it's really awesome to see it in practice and be part of your, your guys' journey with that. Um, I was going to just say, you know, it doesn't sound like this is something that happens, but when it does, what do you guys combat, you know, whenever you, when you doubt, sometimes we all wake up and we doubt ourselves. You wake up and you're like, am I doing something that's stupid? And what is, what is, I feel like you guys have done such a great job of just like building each other up. Is there something that's like, Hey, 
once a week, I've heard you say this, snap out of it and it's over. Like, do you guys kind of, what do you guys do when that, when that So happens? don't tell yourself that story <laughs> constantly. That is like a constant in our home. My kids like are so annoyed yeah. with it already, but it's true. You're constantly telling yourself a story. You wake up telling yourself stories. This could go wrong. That could happen. That, that. And then if you just stop right. for two seconds, take a couple of breaths and say, don't tell yourself that story. It's not true. Like, <laughs> oh, I like that. My friends and I have started to do this a bit because obviously like it's really hard dating in general and dating right now. And we're always like, why are we single? Like we're, we're just going to be single forever. Like we're never going to find someone. And then we're like, and one of us will correct the other and be like, no, like we're single right now. We just haven't found our person yet. We've been spending time like making ourselves happy and prioritizing our mental health and our happiness. And it's hard, but it it definitely helps when, because it, you can look at something however way you want, yes. but at the end of the day, that, and that's going to, you're going to believe the story that you write. So you have to choose your mindset. So Exactly. So it's choosing to tell yourself a better story. If you're going to tell yourself a story, make it a better one. Like, yeah. you know, just going back to when John and I met, I, of course I had doubts in my head and, and I could start to tell myself, oh, well, he's not into me. He's not that into me. And then I've, I remember, and not consciously, but I guess I must have said, oh, don't tell yourself that story. <laughs> I didn't say it then, but it must have been in my head. It must have always been in me. And now it's really out. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, talking about dating for a second, because it is, this is a dating program. Um, I cannot, you know, I check her health all the time because I can't imagine <laughs> what my life would be like, ha- you know, if Renee wasn't there. Okay. I would be. That's like a it's a morbid, it's a morbid thought. It's a morbid thought. I know. But I, you know, you, you, I think these things, I'd be so alone. Don't tell yourself that story. <laughs> um, I was no, going to say off of that, you guys are parents. Have your kids started dating yet? And if so, what do you make of their dating life as of 2021? So we're like, their, their privacy. We have to respect their privacy. But we have a daughter yeah. who is 24, um, who is single. <laughs> um, and yeah, I dating for her right now, I can't imagine that for any of you for, for that age is, you know, it's got to be more challenging than just... But the apps, I guess, I don't know. My son, who's 20, he's in college. So I think that it might be a little bit easier for that age because you are in college. And and then we have a 15-year-old in high school, so he's not in the dating scene yet, or at least that we know of. <laughs> what, if you had to give one piece of advice about dating or relationships or love to each of them, what would that be? Go with your heart. Do what makes you happy. Um, yeah, uh, just, you know, just love openly, love honestly, love as, as freely as you can. And, and realize that, uh, you know, the moments are, are, are special that you have when you can tell your wife, I love you. Like, this is a moment. So I love you. I'm telling the world I love you. Tell the world how you feel about that person. Tell them. Let that feeling be known. Send that energy out. And that's the best way I can tell you. Love, 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 love openly. Yeah. And another thing is 
um, I think that is really a challenge for some people is to allow yourself to be vulnerable. Like, I feel like allowing yourself to be vulnerable is so, so important because everyone has these like guards up and these walls up and that's not going to let anything in. You have to be open to allow love to come into your life. Yeah. Listen, I I can't imagine what you guys are facing. It seems very daunting to me. (laughs) It's not that daunting. (laughs) It can. I'm it on John's yeah, side. Okay. It can it's get like, overwhelming. Yeah, just... yeah, it can get. Well, hopefully it's overwhelming because our podcast is the reason it exists is to help navigate. Right, yeah. So you know, the easier it was, the less podcast listeners we would have. Maybe. Um, yeah. I'll tell you a funny story. I have, I have one more question that I'm dying to ask, just because I know John, you've talked you talked about your anxiety and how Renee always helped you through it, and I know obviously just coming along with dating a lot of our listeners, myself included, have a lot of anxiety, specifically when it comes to dating. And I think a big fear for us is not knowing if somebody's going to stick by our side through it. So Renee, I'm wondering like in those moments and throughout those years and just whenever John was struggling, what was going through your mind and what did you really do to like help get him through it? Um, I think... You know, I I truly love him. So when you love someone, you know, okay. So when John went to his first um, psychiatrist, we went and I don't know, we were in our early twenties, um, probably around like 24 or something. And she said to me, she sat me down and she said, listen, you guys love each other. Um, if John had cancer, would you leave him? And I said, no, of course not. She goes, okay, so mental health, mental illness, mental is a disease. So you have to look at it as a disease, having anxiety, having depression, having all their diseases. So you want to be there for your, you know, you love him. You want to be there for him. And that's what it is. So that's how I, it just shifted my whole mindset of what was going on. Like I wasn't angry at him anymore. I wasn't you know, it, it really, what she said was so, meant so much and really, really. Yeah, I still don't understand why she's here. But listen, <laughs> I, I appreciate it. <laughs> He's a uh, lot of good things too. You're making it like, <laughs> he dances really good. Well, you guys are filled with wisdom. And one of the things we love about this show is that we have a lot of people that write into us asking for advice and to just talk about their dating life. And we were hoping that you guys could help us with some of our listener questions um, that have written in. Uh, Lana, I'll take the first one. Okay. I've been talking with a girl nearly every day for 10 months now, but we've only seen each other twice so far. She's very interested, but is dealing with a lot. And we live about an hour away from each other. The pandemic has not helped. Do you think that this is worth continuing if there is a great connection? We're on the same page in so many ways. It's just hard when plans don't work out. That's been my experience for a while, and I can't seem to find anyone who isn't an endless pen pal. I don't know what to do. What's your suggestion? Um, Yeah, no, I think if you really are, you have a lot in common, why not continue? Like, I think that that's a good idea. I mean, listen, I would would say that it's, you give it to the universe. Like we give everything else to the universe, you know, go with your heart. If your heart is telling you to, to follow this because you really feel there's a connection, then, then go for it. But if you're doing it because you don't want to be alone or you're filling right. time or you're, you, 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 you need that constant interaction, then obviously you need to, to question whether or not you're trying to make something happen that isn't supposed to happen. 
you know? Yeah, I think it's also, it's worth having a very open and honest conversation and be like, I love talking to you. I want to see you. I know it's not easy. I know you have a lot going on and we don't live close, but do you, like, would you be open to making a plan for sometime in the next month? And let's put mm. something on the calendar. I love that. And then you're really going to get an answer and you're not just going to be sitting there being like, okay, I'm going to talk to them for another four months and then maybe they'll ask to see me. Like, obviously there is a connection there and, and you want to figure out what's really going on. That's very smart. Yeah. That's good advice. Yeah, really nice. I agree with all everyone's advice. I, have no I, I probably wouldn't take my own advice. But it is good <laughs> advice. Well, uh, we know, we know. <laughs> that's, that's correct. Um, great. All right. I'll take the next one. Um, if I'm about to introduce my boyfriend to my friends, should I let him know that I have history with one of those friends? If so, how much should I reveal? <laughs> That's Jeez. a good question. So I actually have, I just found out that I was a part of a similar situation where one of my like closest guy friends has been dating a girl for the past year. I've seen him once in the past year. We used to talk for years. We would talk every single day. We would hang out like at least every few weeks, uh, knew each other, like all of each other's friends. And he got this girlfriend and basically like disappeared. And they recently broke up and they're working towards maybe getting back together. And I was, he, as soon as they broke up, he came to me and like to kind of lean on me. And he told me, he was like, well, if we do get back together, one of the things that needs to be addressed is mine and yours friendship and our history, because yeah, it's really fucked up that I just went the entire year not talking to you, but I felt like I could never bring you up into conversation or invite you when she was around because of our history. And I didn't know how to fully be honest with her about that. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, like we're, you were one of my best friends and you just, just disappeared and that really sucked. And I didn't know that he like felt, he, he literally told me he felt like he was doing something wrong when he would talk to me. Yeah. Mm. So I am all for like be open and, and tell them like, it's fine that you have history. We all have history before we met someone. And it's also just, it opens up that trust to say like, I am trusting you to trust me that this is in the past and I want you to know because I want you to know about my life and that you have nothing to worry about. Yeah. That's great advice. That is great. Another fantastic answer. I don't know what to say. (laughs) You want to be mindful of also what they, like what the vocabulary is. Like if you say I used to hook up with this friend of mine, like you got to be very specific because a lot of people's imaginations will run wild. Well, what does hook up mean? You know, does that mean you still you know, what does that mean? Sleeping? Or does that mean just like, you know, and so you want to just be as specific as possible. This friend and I had a night where we just went out and had a crazy night. That's it. Like you just want to, I think that's what I want. Right. The context of what the relationship was, you know, it's funny. I, I had so much animosity and anger towards Renee for so many years for having relationships before me. And she didn't have any, obviously, since we were together, but I, I couldn't let that go for whatever reason that, that she had this experiences that I didn't have. And it took a long time for me to really make peace with that. Uh, and I, I was actually angry about it. And you were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it can be really tough to imagine someone you like with somebody. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, like I really like her. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard you guys got married. I heard you guys got um, Great. Okay. Great answers there all around. Uh, third question. I saw a guy come up on a dating app. I follow his girlfriend on Instagram and she's still posting 
with him, so I assume they're still together. Should I tell her? So, girl sees guy on a dating app, but she follows his girlfriend and sees them posting together, so she's assuming they're still together. Should this friend say, hey, I saw your boyfriend on a dating app? Um, hmm. Well, it doesn't sound like they were friends. She said she followed her on Instagram. So. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. That that I I want to just quickly say that this question is first of all you should do in my opinion do absolutely right. nothing. Um, but more than that, you're assuming a lot of different things. Um, you're assuming that a people don't know this to delete your your Hinge profile. You actually have to go in there and go to account delete, not just delete the app. Sometimes we forget that. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, uh. You don't know the posting frequencies, you know, you know, you're crunching some numbers where it's like, yeah, every week they post together. Now they stop. So I can assume that they're still together. There's just a lot of factors here that we have no idea about and probably better not to get to confuse the information. Alana, I'm seeing a smile from you. Am I? No, I, I, no, I, I agree. There are a lot of assumptions to be made. I think if you're, if you are fully aware, like if you do know that they are in fact together, it. We should we should definitely do a poll on this because we have <laughs> such differing opinions. I, it's hard. Okay, I had a I, and I actually ran a poll. I remember now on my personal Instagram last maybe a year and a half ago because a friend's ex boyfriend was in a very serious relationship, lived with the girl, and okay. somebody texted her saying, "Hey, I know your ex is in a relationship, and I saw him at a bar make out with a girl who's not his girlfriend." And we all now had this information and we're like, what do we do? Do we tell her? Like, we don't know her. Um, and it was, it was really tough. And then they, they ended up getting engaged oh. and very shortly after. And we're all sitting there like, do we tell the fiance that weeks ago he was kissing another woman? And, and we, then they announced that they were having a baby and nobody did anything about oh. it. But... But weeks ago, you heard that he was kissing. You didn't see him kissing another person, did you? Somebody saw and texted my friend. See, that's like not how we're supposed to exchange information and control people's <laughs> lives. That's like somebody saw and texted you over a phone Some that they thought they saw something. Well, we also had, they sent photos. So you have a photograph of this guy, for sure him, kissing yes. another woman that's not his very serious yes. girlfriend? Is it Governor Cuomo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is Cuomo. Was it every guy we, who's cheated yeah. on me? It's um, yeah. Yeah, no, we had we had photos. Okay. What then I then I then I think there's another piece of information that like why would because then you yeah, you send her the photo and say, yo. Right. Or something. Because she's not gonna wanna hear it. And it, it, sometimes you have to let people find out for themselves. Um, it depends on how good, if it's your best friend, I mean, I think that then you're, you're going to tell. Well, let me ask you a question. If you're actively doing something like that, aren't you sort of expecting that that's going to get back? I mean, if you're doing something in public in this world of media and all the shit that's going on, aren't you sort of, if you're out at a bar, I mean, you're not being very smart, right? So what's the, you know, I think that. 
Which makes me wonder, was he, were they still, were you, maybe they were on a break. Maybe they were like on right. a break together. And like, that's not a good look to go hook up with someone else. But sometimes that's how we combat broken hearts. Some people haven't read books on how to get over somebody properly. And therefore they go out there and they, you know. Trust me, Renee like, makes a bad dinner. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the, it's a complicated it's a complicated answer and I think it's actually worth definitely doing some sort of investigation into yeah, we could do a whole uh, episode on that. Yeah, yeah. I'll look over them. You'll yes. be the judge of this, John. Yeah. Um yeah, well, to be continued. Uh we are very excited because this episode will be coming out. We're in the middle of our great collaboration for Mindset Wellness C B D. Um, everybody, uh, you know, we've, we have seen other people as the code mindset, wellness, cbd.com. And you guys, uh, were excited to just be in each other's lives and continuing this and, um, glad our listeners got to hear. I mean, how often do the listeners get to hear from the brand that is like sponsoring a podcast? You know, really yeah, cool. Thank you. Thank, uh, you. thank you. So much gratitude. Um, we're excited to, uh, to just keep this journey going and uh, of course please keep us posted on all things romantic and business as they develop and uh, Alana does we have a dating term of the week this week what, what we are we do. looking at? We um, do. Every week we do a super bizarre new dating term and this week's is cookie jarring so cookie jarring is the reverse form of benching so if you've been seeing someone and you haven't yet defined the relationship and then you find out they've been seeing someone else behind your back you've been cookie jarring oh, that always happens so <laughs> so you're being kept handy in case their other person doesn't work out or that other person is being kept handy in case it doesn't work out with you yeah is cookie jarring a bad yeah, thing right sounds okay i don't it's know i mean a... I, I feel like that's what my mom's dating advice to me was, <laughs> was like always have someone else on deck <laughs> so maybe it's not that bad yeah. i don't know i mean i well, like cookies yeah. so. it's never too late to cookie jar i love that i'm leaving with a new term <laughs> i could like say to my kid yeah yeah i'm gonna text them right now they're Whoa, not gonna know jar? what it is your kids are not gonna know what it is i've never heard of this until <laughs> so. well great term we'll do a poll let's see what people think about cookie jarring and yes. uh thank you so much guys we will see you guys next tuesday Mads, I am obsessed with our brand pillars. You mean vagina sweat, good branding, and being Jewish blooded queens, Scout? Uh, sure, but not quite. I love that OKSIS podcast and our sisterhood is made up of women who are down for main character energy only, who take care of their mental health, and who are standing in their personal power as entrepreneurs. Oh, yeah, that too, Scout, that too. We should probably introduce ourselves. Hello, everyone. I am Mads. And I am Scout. And we are sisters IRL. Join us on OKSIS Podcast every Monday for some sisterly banter, nourishing mental health, a whole lot of silliness, and inspiring interviews from the raddest female guests in the game. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood!